like Jerome is a horse girl confirmed. <laughs> He's coming for your brand, Nina. Sabrina. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Anubis Backwards, the podcast. Today, we're going to be recapping House of Revelation, House of Heavy, which, uh, fun fact, while I was looking up stuff for this episode, I realized there's also a House of Revelations with an S in season three, so they love to reuse those episode titles. They call House of a Sabuna multiple times. And House they do House of Goodbye multiple times. I think they do House of Heartbreak multiple times. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's like a season two and a season three House of Heartbreak. Okay, there's House of Reflections and House of Reflectors, and I always get those mixed up. And those are like within like five episodes of each other. Oh my god. Please just make more creative episode titles. We haven't repeated one yet. Y'all, there's like a story. I don't think they can... I, I, please imagine the House of Jerome needs to shut up. Well, that is too similar to House of We Hate Jerome in this episode. <laughs> All right, so before we get started, we've got some celebrations, lots of things to celebrate today. So first of all, Merry Christmas! It's Merry December Christmas. 25th. Everybody, if you're listening to this on Christmas or not, I hope you're having a good day. Kind of weird during pandemic, but Merry Christmas yeah. and Happy Birthday to Vivian, my favorite Christmas baby besides her Jesus, lol. <laughs> Yay, Happy <laughs> Birthday, Viv. <laughs> happy Birthday, Viv. Happy Birthday, Viv. <laughs> And then also, earlier this week, we had some other birthdays. So first, it was Taisy's. Well, not first. Okay, no, we had Taisy's birthday on the 22nd. She turned 30. So happy birthday, Taisy. Okay, Mara. We love Sagittarius we, yes. in this house. And Mara is a Sagittarius. Prove us wrong. Yes. I can't. And then, then I would be lying. <laughs> Mara's birthday is also December 22nd, pretty Yeah, confirmed. She's messy like me and Laura, so she must be a sag. It's just, that's just the way it is. But then the most important birthday is Laura's was on the 20th. So happy birthday, Laura. Thank you. Um, as I'm recording this, I'm still 23 for like six more days. But, you know, I'll be 24. I don't know why my brain kept cool. wanting to go. I don't know, but for some reason I was like, she's turning 22. I'm not. I, I got that now. I love being 22. I was having. She's, <laughs> she's young, but she's not that young. <laughs> I, I wish Lord I was the pod baby. I relive my Taylor Swift birthday. I would be thriving. Yeah, I feel like 24. Nothing really. No songs. At least 25, you get to rent a car in America, so that's cool. But I can rent a car. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't have any songs, not even ones about how nobody likes me anymore. Um, I don't know. You're just you're just 24. It's it's not a bad age though. It's a good age. And then the last thing is tomorrow, December 26, 2020, if you're listening to this when it comes out, is the last day to submit your videos for the cast 10-year anniversary project. So if you wanna submit either a video or an audio clip head over to our social media profiles we've got the links in our bio and yeah you can submit either a video or an audio clip just thanking the cast and the crew and saying whatever you want about house of anubis because oh my god we're a week away from the 10th year anniversary <laughs> it's wild i really hope i've been working on my own personal 10-year project because i realized i hadn't worked on it in days today and you know it's fine We'll, we'll yeah, be on the lookout, guys. Musical Wheaton's coming out with a... A 10-year project. A banger. It's going to be a hit. I, it's going to be a hit. Cry. It's fun. <laughs> if you want to cry. 
Hello, it's Brenna from the future popping in here because we had um, a little bit of cast news happen since we recorded this episode, so I wanted to make sure you guys knew about it. So first of all, my man Bobby Lockwood, he got cast in a new show on BBC called Casualty, so that's very exciting for him. I think he's either like a series regular or like a reoccurring role, but either way, it's a big deal. I think it's a big show out in the UK. Not gonna lie, this is the first time I heard about it, but go check it out if you're in the UK or if you have access to BBC. And then the other news is that Brad Kavana, our good friend, I say that as if we're actually good friends with him. I just feel like he's our friend. <laughs> um, he got he got married. So him and his fiance decided to get married. I, I don't know if it like they eloped. I know their wedding was supposed to be earlier this year and then obviously it got canceled because of the virus. So whatever happened, they got married. He posted pictures on both his Instagram and his Twitter. Go check it out if you haven't seen it already, because it's super, super cute. Um, and we've mentioned this before, but if you didn't know, Brad's now wife was an extra in House of Anubis season one. So it's like a Sabuna wedding. It's very exciting. They look so cute. And yeah, we're very happy for him. All right. So <laughs> that's your big cast news updates. We'll get back to the episode now. So first, the episode starts, as always, with that iconic intro. So the episode opens and Jerome meets up with Rufus and he hands over the piece that he stole from Alfie. Rufus says that it's perfect and he needs Jerome to steal the rest of them. Jerome then asks for the piece back so that Sabuna won't uh, be on to him. But Rufus says that that's Jerome's problem and then just tucks the piece in his pocket and leaves. So then Jerome walks into his bedroom and Alfie immediately asks for the piece back and he kind of starts questioning Jerome because Jerome doesn't have it. And he quickly realizes that Rufus has the piece and Jerome kind of explains, like, Rufus is really scary and I had no other choice. I had to do it. Um, like, on one hand, I really don't want to feel bad for Jerome. Like, stop making me feel bad for Jerome because he could, he, I don't know, he could have tried to get out of the situation a little earlier than what he did. Um, also, if you look on, like, Alfie's bed, there's, like, a speaker and it looks like one of those really, like, cheap, like, early 2010, like, eye touch speakers where you, like, put it in the thing. It's just got, like, the cheap plastic. Oh, yeah. It charges your phone? I don't think... No, I don't. Well, maybe. There were some that charged your phone, but then there were some that you just, like, plugged in and it played music. But they were, like, really cheap looking. <laughs> Either way, it's dating himself. <laughs> then we cut to Mara, who's walking into the living room, and she walks up to Amber and tells her that Mr. Sweet has approved the prom as long as they can organize it. So they're very excited about that. Then Fabian walks in while they're talking about this, trying to tell Amber that they need to do chores. And Mick is like, oh, Fabian, who are you going to ask to the prom? So then Amber and Mara chime in and they're like, well, obviously it's going to be Nina if he ever gets around to asking her. And Fabian gets all like quiet and shuts it down and is like, no, no. And he keeps like setting the table, trying to like avoid the subject. But Mick's like, everyone knows that you're like, you guys are crazy about each other. This scene, first of all, just made me happy because like Mick and Mara are finally interacting with like the house and not just each other. So that was kind of nice. <laughs> Amber, I love she. I don't know what she was doing in the scene, but my note was just like Amber with one exclamation point. Roasting Fabian. Um, also, everyone was like roasting Fabian about his crush on Nina, and like I just I loved it. It just like brought me all the happy, the happy I, chemical. Me too. I love them. I love a squad. I love them calling him out for his crush on Nina. I love a good group scene. Also, we are on number two of Mar and Fabian interacting. Yeah. I think, oh. right? Two or three. You're right. Was there a scene I in the play that. episode? I think this is two. Okay, we're at two. We're gonna keep. We're gonna keep a running tally, guys. <laughs> right. I'm not trying to think because the only one I can remember is when they like bumped into each other in the dining room, like really early on in season one. I cannot remember if they had a scene in Drama Codes. I feel like they should have had a scene in the play episode, and I don't know why. 
they may have like both Maybe. been in the play at the same time and therefore were vaguely interacting. <laughs> we like, might have to count Nick that. Nick and Nina in the play. <laughs> okay, we can call it, we'll call it three. So after this, Nina and Patricia are going downstairs when they see Victor, who is counting to the eighth step. He then asks Nina what was under the step, and she just doesn't say anything. Um, for some reason, I don't know why, but like I'm really like I'm loving Nina and Patricia. I just like their friendship, like their growth to like from like that like how much like neat Patricia hated her to like now they're friends and they're actually like semi close. We love it. It was a good journey. Um, also, Victor, like, their children, leave them alone. So Nina then starts talking to Patricia about what happened, but then she stops short when she realizes that Mick and Mara are also in the living room. So then Mick walks over to Fabian and is just like, don't you have something to ask a certain someone? And Fabian's like, no, what do you mean? And Mick keeps kind of, like, pushing him. And he's like, you know, like, don't you want to talk about the... The prom, the dance, and Nina's like, what dance? So Amber explains like the whole prom thing, and Nina's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Like, I can't believe I've Americanized everyone. We're gonna have a prom. Next you'll be saying the Pledge of Allegiance. And then Amber's like, what? <laughs> uh, the one time I'll let Nina be American, because that was really funny. <laughs> um, Nina left and still Americanized them enough into having a graduation. <laughs> True. <laughs> Obviously, have just watched like American teen shows, and they were like, "Oh my god, a prom!" And then Nina's like, "Pledge of Allegiance." Like, I've never heard of that in my life. <laughs> They're like, "Oh my god, a graduation ceremony it would be great." I also said Nina is stupid because she said this in front of Mick and Mara. Nina loves to like run into the room and start saying things without paying attention to who's in the room, and then be like, "OMG, our club needs to be a secret." Nina has run in the room and said stuff in front of Jerome, Mick and Mara, random extras, etc. <laughs> Yeah, the she extras are used to it. They're not the main characters. <laughs> so Amber brings the subject back to Fabian and the dance, but then he quickly kind of cuts her off and is like, oh, uh, Patricia, who are you going to go to the dance with? And she's like, no one probably. And then Fabian, poor thing, just starts like awkwardly rambling like, oh, that's good. I mean, that's not good. But like, I hope someone asks you. I'm sure someone will ask you. And then like, he finally is just like, I'm going to go brush my teeth and leaves the room. <laughs> it was just so funny and awkward and I do feel kind of bad because he really did get put on the spot like he literally just found out about this dance and then everyone's like go ask Nina and he probably just like wasn't ready they like literally just threw him into that also Fabisha is real (laughs) Fabisha prom we love it so then once Fabian leaves Nina looks kind of hurt and goes to Patricia looks like you've got a secret admirer Patricia and Amber and Patricia are like no like that's not true but Nina's still kind of sad and she's just like I can't believe I thought he actually liked me I do I do feel kind of bad for her because here I am shipping Fabina again and even though she's dumb for not seeing what's happening I do feel bad that she thinks that right now Nina don't worry Eddie's in America she's not gonna Patricia's not gonna steal your man though you uh will steal hers <laughs> I'm sorry. Look what they've done to me. Nettie Summer Romance. I need like a sting for that, honestly. Yeah, we need like that gif. Like, we need a sting version of that gif I love. Of the gif. Also, um, the season three writers have entered the chat. <laughs> yes. That, this is where they got their Fabisha bullshit. <laughs> so, I love them all. I'm dying. I don't know why I said that, but they're cute. And I said Fabina are dumb because they obviously have crushes on each other, but they're like, <laughs> they're so it's so cute. They're like, oh my god, oh, it's cute. It is cute. 
So Fabian's in his room. He's studying that book they have about the ink pieces, and he's comparing it to the pieces that he has. He then takes a look at the one that they found with like the demosphere and he decides to push a button in the center and then all of a sudden the piece like unravels and it forms a cup or like I don't know it looks more like a bowl but it's a cup so then Mix comes in to check on him and asks if Fabian is coming to supper Fabian says he's not hungry and then Mick tosses a soccer ball at him and is like come on you need to get back into play but then the ball knocks over a mug and it shatters and Fabian gets kind of frazzled so Mick ends up just leaving Fabian starts picking up the pieces and then he realizes that the puzzle pieces that they have are pieces of the cup of ink. Uh, like shout out to Mick being the reason they solved the mystery in season one and he will never, ever, ever know. Let Mick and Sabuna 2020. But also I was just like Mick being friendship. Smiley face. Cute. I love them. Me too. I love them. So at the dinner table, Amber starts asking Mara how... She's going to help her find a prom date. That's when Fabian all of a sudden like runs into the room and is like, I need to talk to Nina. And everyone's like, yeah, like Mick's like, let's go mate or something like that. It was really funny. And then so they like run off to Fabian's room. And once they leave, Alfie's like, I'd be your prom date, Amber. And then Amber is just like, haha, that's funny. If I get desperate, I'll totally take you up on that. (laughs) It's just really mean. Amber. First of all, I love like Fabina just like running off to Fabian's room because they probably totally thought like he was gonna ask her to prom and then they were gonna like make out or something. So he's just like he just like whisked her away. Nina, oh, we wait. need to go talk in my bedroom. It's not prom night, kids. It almost it's soon it will be prom night, Trudy. Can't stop them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trudy didn't plan on them having a prom, apparently. Trudy, once she finds out there's a prom immediately entering the chat, like with the fly swatter to keep those kids like Elbows, like, or whatever. Amber, that's mean. I love Jerome being, like, cruelty. My name is Amber. <laughs> also, Amber shares with me, like, Mara, get me a date. Like, what men does she think Mara knows that she doesn't know? <laughs> Mara knows no boys. They all only know the Anubis boys. She should ask, like, Mick or something. He might know some boys from, like, sports. Yeah, like, on the soccer team or something. I feel like, yo, Mick, you got any hot soccer players on your team? <laughs> <laughs> Amber, come on. There are better people you could have asked. So in Fabian's room, Fabian and Nina are sitting on the bed and Fabian is explaining his whole revelation about the cup to Nina. And then he also shows off the piece that unravels. So Nina gets really excited and is like, oh my gosh, like we need to put it together. Let's do it tomorrow. Let's call like a Sabuna meeting. And she starts to like run out the door. Okay. And this may just be because I listened to Office Ladies and they were very much discussing this in the episode about the, um, barbecue morning oh, thing, yes. and how they were like Pam was sitting on Jim's bed and they were like talking about like aggressively planning of it anyway <laughs> they're sitting on the bed tension the tension Nina and Fabian are both sitting on Fabian's bed yeah because in that episode of Office Ladies they pointed out how like Pam sitting on Jim's bed is like such a personal thing because that's like your bed's such like a personal like intimate spot you know yeah. so like to like sit there it's you like... know who else sits on someone else's bed patricia sits on elfie's a lot oh what are you on i they also like sabuna in like season three is like always on fabian's bed so everyone has <laughs> <laughs> i guess it is a little bit different at a boarding school than it is like someone's apartment like, yeah, the office, like, I feel so. like, like my brain went to that but I guess it's even at the boarding school, but also um, they are alone in this room and they're sitting on the bed very close to each other looking at like the mystery stuff. 
Almost and it was really funny if Mick came in. Between them about the prom. So I, I feel like calling out the tension is still relevant. even though- Oh, I think that was definitely relevant for sure. So then as Nina is leaving, Fabian stops her and he starts trying to ask her to prom. But then Nina cuts him off and is like, oh, no, it's totally fine. It's cool if you want to ask Patricia. And he's like, what? What are you talking about? And then Nina just like leaves before he can try to explain himself. So mm-hmm. uh, no brain cell for Nina. And to that, I have to say, Nina, you are two seasons too early. Two seasons too early to be jealous of Fabian and Patricia, ma'am. <laughs> Honestly, getting that tidbit of information in the year 2020 has completely changed everything for me. And like, really these scenes, because oh, wow. like, so, like, this is like the running joke, like for like, basically the, not, like also in the finale. And I'm like, honestly, knowing that now and then rewatching that, like those scenes just makes them like, I don't want to say funnier, but there's just, there's, which writer in what season one think- like, like they were like remember in season one when patricia and fabian like were joking around about going to prom together maybe they should actually date but then patricia and fabian, other than the scenes about like thinking that Nettie summer romance was a thing never have scenes together in season three it's always we were discussing this kind of earlier for reasons vaguely or not vaguely related to emily's pioneer project i have no idea what i'm talking about like in season three when they split up it's always Fabian and Casey and Eddie, and then Patricia and Alfie. Babisha, where? Yeah, like, I'm so curious how the build-up would have worked. Okay, because, like, it's clear, I still think they didn't drop that plot until 20 episodes in. I'm still convinced the first 20 episodes they were gonna go with that plot, because, like, they had petty moments, like, post-breakup things, but they didn't really have anything, like, where they were pining over, necessarily pining over each other. And then all of a sudden it was, like, we switched into like I think like the third arc and it was like they just got back together like really fast quickly I don't want to say suddenly because like they already had like the build-up in season two but like it was literally like oh Katie was like oh I know you still like him and she's like well can you find out and then Katie like (laughs) messed up and Daddy thought she was asking her uh, him about her and she was like no and then like literally the next episode they got back together (laughs) Some writer decided they were a petty stripper and was like, what is this weird official plot now? I guarantee they were just looking at Tumblr and stuff and were like, oh, people really like Petty. Because Petty really like emerged as like the starship. They're like, people will be mad if we just break Petty up and then make her get with Fabian. Like if they saw everyone on Tumblr. <laughs> I, don't I genuinely, I think that's what happened though, because the main ship was Fabina and like then Petty was like the second main ship. And I think they like were all of a sudden very aware that people would have been really pissed off if you like it, broke up both the main ships and then had parts of each of those main ships get together. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> actually more what I think happened versus anything else. Want the wrath yeah. of the fandom? That, uh, that would have been hilarious. Nina then leaves Fabian's room and she kind of like pauses outside the door. She almost looks like she's gonna cry, which is really sad. But then she like looks over and she sees Victor is like looking at the grandfather clock and he's kind of talking to himself like, hmm, it's empty just as I thought. And then Victor notices Nina and he's just like, where are they, Miss Martin? And Nina just kind of tries to play dumb, but then Victor keeps pressing her for more information. So finally Nina's like, well, according to Sarah, like all the pieces were already gone except for that one that we found, but you confiscated it. And then she was like, Sarah said Rufus probably has them. And then Nina's like, what are they anyway? And Victor's like, oh, it's better that you don't know. And then just like sends her away. I was just really impressed that like Nina pulled off that lie. That was a believable lie. That worked. That was a believable story. Good job, Nina. We're proud of you. Look at you. It took you 25 episodes. Or 26 <laughs> episodes. I don't know where we are. 
<laughs> We're on episode 26. Ah, that's insane. Okay. So then Fabian is now in Alfie's room explaining how they're going to try to put all the puzzle pieces together in the morning. And then Alfie's like, well, can't it wait? And Fabian says no. And Alfie's kind of panicking. And he's like, oh, I have Taekwondo class in the morning. I can't go. And then Fabian's like, well, like, can't you skip it? And then Alfie goes, no Kwondo. So then Fabian's like, well, just give me the piece and I'll do it. And Alfie's like, oh, okay, I guess I can come. Because like, obviously he doesn't have the piece. Um, I just had to like do vivid detail of the dialogue in that scene because Alfie's pun was 10 out of 10. No Kwondo. I was laughing really hard. <laughs> Did, uh, is Alfie still taking the Nina Martin class of lying? I mean, it's a believable lie, but also, like, uh, Fabian, how often does Alfie go to Taekwondo class? Like, <laughs> right. question this. Where is he going to Taekwondo class? Like, like how, why is he going before school? <laughs> or is it a weekend? No, I think it's before school, so I think you're right. I think Alfie is taking Nina Martin's school of lying. <laughs> As Fabian leaves... Jerome and Alfie's room. Jerome walks in and Alfie's like, we need to get the puzzle piece back by tomorrow morning or else they're not going to trust me anymore. Um, and then the scene cuts off. But something really important in this scene that I noticed while I was watching is that on Jerome's bed, like on the the foot of his bed, there is a horse saddle, like a full on horse saddle. <laughs> I don't know how it got there. Why it's there. He loves to ride horses. Maybe the school horses are real. I'm like, Jerome is a horse girl confirmed. <laughs> He's coming for your brand new. Like this thing even this makes even that's why he likes- less sense than the like rocking horse from a couple weeks ago. <laughs> this is like straight up Jerome is like riding a horse. Why? I don't know. Does Jerome have a horse? <laughs> he just has a saddle. But then Emily started coming up with Jerome Nina AU fix where they're on a horse farm together and I'm really here for it. Oh wait, let me find the let I, me I find the time. Because like Jerome Nina is one of my like recent crack ships. I've been really into them. I okay, here we go. I found the tag. Jerina AU, they meet one summer on her grandpa's farm. That's it. It's like a Hallmark movie, except for <laughs> they ride horses. British and British. If we make it, we can make it even more of a Hallmark movie. Jerome is secretly a prince undercover, trying to like, like live a in a normal life in America, and he works on Nina's grandpa's farm. <laughs> Obsessed. So why is this so funny? What if I go make a fake? Po- I'm gonna go make a fake po- poster. Poster to be girl. It's like, what is that? It's going to be Hallmark style. It's like a sunset in the field. Sunsets, horses. Is there horses in that movie? The longest ride. It's about cowboys. I think so. I would assume so. We'll make it work. We'll make it work. This is going to be this way. Someone needs to do an edit of your cowboy like me. (laughs) 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 We're just gonna say that when we do our Evermore episode. So, you know. It's gonna be Jarena. Um, so this is officially House of Cowboys. I was gonna say House of Jarena. The Jarena horse farm at you. Are we okay? Merry Christmas. House of Horses. Uh, okay. One more scene before we get to the break. So it's the morning now. 
<laughs> Everyone's gathered in the clearing in the woods and they start laying out the puzzle pieces on a blazer. And then everyone's like, Alfie, where's your piece? And Alfie looks panicked. And then scene. So Alfie, sad face. I'm literally just about to edit Eugene and Natalia's faces onto a little oh longest God. ride poster. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> So uh, while Emily does that, we're going to take a quick break. See you in a bit. (laughs) All right. So we are back. Emily just made a beautiful Jerome Nina Cowboy uh, edit. Check out our Twitter for that. She already posted it. (laughs) Okay. So the the episode picks back up and Alfie has to explain to Sabuna that he doesn't have the piece because he was showing it to Jerome. And then before he can even finish, Nina jumps up and is like, Jerome, I knew we couldn't trust you. And Alfie's like, okay, and it's much worse than that because Jerome gave it to Rufus. And everyone likes panics. <laughs> so then Sabuna goes into the school and they corner Jerome in a classroom and they're like, where's the piece? We need to talk. And Jerome at first won't cooperate because he's like, I'm not scared of you guys. Like, what are you guys going to do for me? But then Patricia's like, it's not us you need to be afraid of. It's Rufus. And of course, Jerome is already afraid of Rufus. So. Obviously, Alfie should have told Sabuna about Jerome trying to get the pieces from the beginning because the second Sabuna found out about it, they are, like, about to come for Jerome's throat. Patricia is so scary. Nina and Baby are being scary. Right. So, in the lounge, Mara is showing Amber a prom poster that she designed. And then Mick starts asking about the prom and is like, are we going to have to dress up for this? And Amber's like, yes, it's going to, there's going to be like nice dresses and it's going to be fancy and we're all going to have to dance and you can't do that weird head shaking shuffle that you normally do. (laughs) And Mick's like, huh? So then Amber grabs his hand and is like, here, this is how you dance and starts showing him how to dance, but then he falls over. Okay. Amber's imitation of Mick dancing, I love it. It makes me so happy. And then Mick falling over, I love it. I love them. They all make me so happy. I love the scene. It was right for in my mind. <laughs> so funny. Amber helping Mick, though, make me really soft. I love them. We. I feel like an underrated friendship. I got into this more in the finale and more in the next scene, I think, when Brenna was commenting about it, too. But what about underrated, like... Good time. Underrated dynamic. Happy. Yeah, for sure. Right here. So back in the classroom, Patricia's grilling Jerome for selling out his friends. And Jerome says they've made it quite clear that they're not his friends. So they try to convince him that they need to work together. But they're kind of trying to figure out like, okay, how do we explain this to him without telling him all the elix- like elixir of life stuff. But then like people are starting to walk into the classroom. So they end up kind of just like walking away and sitting down before they really jump to any conclusions. They were, like, coming for Jerome and talking about, like, Rufus and the mystery and all that stuff. And, like, people start walking in. And an extra was right there as they were still coming for Jerome. I'm like, shut up. Stop talking about <laughs> right now. Somebody is two feet away from you. Some random right. man. Well, not a random man. A random teenage boy. It wasn't a man. <laughs> <laughs> so then Amber, Mick, and Mara walk into the classroom. And, Miz- and Mick is explaining how he doesn't know how to dance. So Amber's like, I can teach you if that's cool with Mara. And Mara says it's cool. And uh, yeah, I just really enjoy this trio. Look at them being friends and not getting mad at each other. And it's so nice. I always said, honestly, name a more iconic trio. In... Am I wrong? In this episode. I mean, I could name more iconic trios I in the show. But... <laughs> I feel like kind of thinking of all the trios and how the newest that they, they may be fairly iconic for me. I, lo- I love the Amber McMahon dynamic. I don't know if it's just because it's like, an underrated trio it's because we don't feel much and i feel like there's lots of 
good dynamics and that fact that like they were in a love triangle but now it could be like a cute fun trio i enjoy that i know that, I enjoy that amber too. fabian is obviously the iconic trio of this show i know that um fabian eddie and kt cute actually enjoy that trio as well and um what other trios do we have jerome can't forget jerome alfie and patricia jerome, alfie and patricia cute but also jerome treats alfie bad so i have thoughts <laughs> That's true. That's fair. Girl, Alfie, Patricia, like, when the show first opened, like, great, iconic, show-stopping, like, great trio, but they go downhill so quickly, and they never, never go back up. Girl, Alfie, and Patricia in the pilot only, and then I only acknowledge Patralfi. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of sad. Until season three, when we have Jerome, Alfie, Patricia, Joy, that does redeem itself. With the Descendants squad. We, we do, I think I do because Descendants. Joy helps and like gets them back on track. Joy's addition makes them feel like good friends again to me. Uh-huh. That's because I feel yeah. like Joy's willing to call them all out on their shit. Yeah, Joy's like done with all of them and I love that. <laughs> I love that too. <laughs> so after class, Jerome tries to kind of like book it out of there and leave, but Sabuna catches him in the hallway and asks if he's going to help them. Jerome's like, I don't see why this is better than my original plan where I just do whatever Rufus wants and collect my paycheck. And then Patricia's like, well, if you don't help us, we're going to tell the teachers. And Jerome's like, what do the teachers have to do with this? So they explain how they're kind of involved and Rufus is their enemy. So then Alfie kind of like comes down because Patricia's getting kind of angry. And Alfie's like, look, like, it's safer if we all stick together. You have to trust me. And Jerome's kind of like, okay, fine. Like, what do I need to do? And Nina says she has a plan. So Patricia tell- saying that they'll tell the teachers is us in the episode we literally recorded yesterday. We were like, why haven't they told the teachers? Why didn't they tell the teachers? Why didn't they tell the teachers? And I also said, Nina being like, I have a plan. And Jerome being like, I gl- I'm glad one of you does this awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the, the show is becoming self-aware. <laughs> it's becoming self-aware and it's apparently becoming literally just the stuff we say. So Jerome calls Rufus and explains that he needs help finding the pieces that are hidden in the house. He says he'll leave the front door of the house open tonight. And if he can bring the puzzle piece, they can work together to find the other pieces. I don't know why I said this, but Patricia Williamson, I love you. I think she was being like sassy or something. (laughs) I don't even know. But Patricia, I love you. You know, I stand your twin a lot. You know this. I, I'm always standing Piper. But Patricia doesn't get enough love for me. I love you, truly. You're an icon. I love you, Patricia. Laura's so coming to me. You just so I, I just took over Laura's body for her to say all that. <laughs> like, Patricia, I love you. I feel like Patricia doesn't get enough love for me for the fact that I love her. I feel like I, I hype up Piper and I hype up Alfie and I hype up Joy, but I never hype up Patricia and she's an icon. Mary is one of the funniest, most entertaining characters. <laughs> she is. She's a good character. All right. So later that night, we see Victor doing his little pin drop speech, which I feel like we haven't seen in a hot second. So that's exciting. We love the pin drop speech. Once he's gone, Jerome sneaks out into the foyer and unlocks the door. Meanwhile, Nina is in the kitchen, unlocking the secret passageway in the kitchen with her locket. And then she like manually closes it. So this way it's like not actually closed, but it looks like it's closed. Uh, His pin is weird. I don't know why I also said that either. His pin is weird. His pin is weird. (laughs) (laughs) Also, his pin is weird. (laughs) (laughs) So then at midnight, Jerome meets Rufus at the front door and leads him to the kitchen. He asks for the puzzle piece and he uses it to like pretend to unlock the passageway. 
so then Rufus and Jerome like stare at each other and Rufus is like, after you, you go first. And Jerome like hesitates for a second and then starts crawling in. Meanwhile, we see Sabuna like looking through the crack in the door and they're like panicking because Jerome was not supposed to go in there. And now they uh, can't lock the door like they were supposed to. Okay, um, I need y'all to know. So my Sunday tradition is I come home from work and have a bottle of wine. I do that every Sunday. So I was taking my notes last night around midnight when I got home and I was watching the episode and I kind of like just, it was the end of the episode. I was kind of zoning out and I like, all of a sudden like Jerome was in the cellar and I, for some reason, got it in my head that like Jerome had stolen Nina's locket and that Rufus opened the cellar door with the, the locket. I don't know how I got that in my head, but somehow I got that in my head that that's what happened. And then I had to rewind it and then I was like still convinced that was what was going to happen and that did not happen and i was upset about it <laughs> that would have been like a funny layer though of like like how how would that have gone down for nina to trust jerome with her locket <laughs> that exactly really like jarena yeah again i was not paying any attention so i just thought jerome <laughs> was not up to no good in the cellar rufus is like investigating because he realizes victor has been trying to make his elixir again then back upstairs, Sabuna has kind of like come back together and they're like, okay, I think we should just like carry on with the plan. Let's all split up and hopefully Jerome will be okay. So at this point, right before they split up, they everyone but Nina gathers in like the foyer and Fabian points and goes like upstairs because he's telling them to go upstairs. And I had a gif of this moment that I used all the time on Tumblr, like three straight years of House of Anubis fandom. And it was just this moment that said this over it. And it lives rent free in my mind. Like as soon as the scene oh happened, God. I was like, I know this part. <laughs> I made a note that said, I love that they all have on robes. I also <laughs> that they were all wearing robes. So like, honestly. Okay, but there were so other, other, there have been like other groups of Buddha scenes where they're not all in robes. Yeah. Or they are Amber all gave them a dress code. Amber said we're all Maybe because it's more winter now. It's cold in that house. Okay, also RIP to Jerome, I guess. Okay, so back in the cellar, Rufus finds the elixir and takes a sip of it. He's very excited. Jerome looks kind of horrified. I think he's still trying to figure out like how the heck he's going to get out of the cellar. Um, and then all of a sudden Rufus is like, where are the ink pieces? So then upstairs, Alfie goes to the front door and loudly slams it to try to get Victor's attention. Downstairs, Rufus and Jerome also hear it, and Rufus is like, oh no, like Victor must be coming. He kind of like ducks behind a corner. So then back upstairs, Victor comes out of his office, and Patricia and Amber emerge, and they're like, I think someone broke in. Like, we think they went into the cellar. We're also very scared, says Amber. So then Victor's like, okay, and he's like, he kind of like stumbles into the cellar to investigate because he's like half asleep. And then when he gets downstairs, Rufus like emerges from behind the wall. And so Jerome takes this opportunity to try to sneak back upstairs. But then Rufus is like, hey, look, Victor, I have the elixir. And Victor's like, no. And then Rufus tosses like a fur at him to like distract him. And then Rufus runs up into the passageway. So Jerome makes it out upstairs. And Nina is like, okay, great. Like, I'm going to shut the door. But then just as she goes to like put her locket on the passageway, Rufus emerges and grabs her wrist. I don't know why I also wrote that a lot of screaming. He like grabbed her arm. So I do get that like Rufus is scary. She doesn't want Rufus to pull her down the cellar. Okay, but wouldn't like Trudy then emerge with the screaming? You would think. Something. Like Nina was just screaming. Or like Mick would be asleep in his room. Maybe she was thinking that like somebody would like hear her screaming. If she just starts like screaming, like aggressively screaming, like take Rufus and put 
guys run away. And Jerome is like right there too. Yeah, like Jerome, save your girl. You guys can ride off into the sunset after. Save her from the scary man. Is that the plot of the longest ride? But uh, anyway, that is the end of this episode. So this was our final regular episode. We only have the finale left for season one, which is insane. I didn't think we'd make it this far. I shouldn't get sappy on us yet. I should wait till next week where I get really sappy. I'm proud too. Dumb idea we decided to have during like our rewatching House of Anubis on uh, whatchamacallit. Have we gone on the record to say that the reason this podcast started is because I started to do Snapchat again, Snapchat again and I was lit into Brenna's DMs. Yeah, because yeah, I was watching with you. I wasn't like, let's invite people. I just like, yeah, I just like decided to go back on Stan Twitter and I saw your, uh, and I think I felt more like, oh, I could talk to you again because you slid into my Snapchat DMs. I was like, maybe we could be friends again, <laughs> even though we haven't spoken in years. And now here we are. Here we are. Nine months later. I was like, hello? <laughs> like, Brenna's rolls up on the, the House of Anubis rewatch. Yeah. Like, well, oh. you, put, you put the Cosme link. Like, if anyone wants to come to this House of Anubis yeah, watch like, party, I was like, like hell yeah, I do. Like, <laughs> spent many a day. Laura's probably like, who the heck is this? Okay, but then I think that everyone was like, oh, that's the shit House of Anubis fans say, girl. And I was like, oh, yes, I know her. So, brain cell of the week. Emily, I see you put anyone but Nina. <laughs> <laughs> anyone but Nina. Maybe Fabian. Fabian stayed pretty calm while, like, their plan was going. You know, their plan kind of hit the fan. Okay, okay. Big brain time. Mick for accidentally solving the mystery. (laughs) Yes. Loki Meg. This is the only time Mick... I was going to say Patricia, but honestly, this is the only time Mick could ever get the brain cell, so I'm giving it to Mick. (laughs) Getting the recognition he deserves. Go, Mick. And then ship of the week. I put Fabisha down, but now that we've been recording, (laughs) um, I would like to change my answer to Jarena. Yes. Yes, Jarena. Jarena, because we discussed our horse girl boy ways. Babisha, because it's real. And Fabina, I guess. They're really bad at asking each other the prom. Fabina is going to get it next week, let's be honest. So, like, getting it. So, like, let's, let's let Jarena shine. So Jarena will never get it again. We'll nev- they'll never be eligible again. There is a moment in season two where the hate... The hate chemistry is so strong that, like, you can cut the tension with a knife, and I might have to nominate them then. Jarena? But we'll get to that later. No, Jer- yeah, Jarena. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, Jarena. All right, so, because we are at the end here of season one, we have one more round of guess the Wikipedia comments, whatever you want to call this game. So, once again, I went on to the House Anubis wiki page and pulled two comments from every single episode. And then also wrote my own comment, and Emily and Laura are going to guess which comment is mine. I don't even remember yesterday's episode, so. <laughs> okay, so we're starting with House of Yesterday, House of Victory. I think it's like around the time when the election is starting. Oh, that would make sense. And then there's like stuff with Sarah happening too. Like that backstory is kind of getting told. So, all right, first comment. The saddest episode ever, dot, dot, dot. House of Heartbreak is right there. Second comment. Patricia and Robbie would be kind of cute. Third comment. I clicked random page and this came up! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. I'm going with the middle comment. Um, I don't know. I could see people in like 2011 saying Patricia and Robbie would be cute. I'm gonna go with the first one. Emily was right. I wrote the second one about Patricia and Robbie. (laughs) <laughs> I was going to say the random page comment. It would have you, too many exclamation points for it to be the fake one. <laughs> All right. So the next one is House of Bribes, House of Venom. So first comment, 
Sarah shall RIP, but she shall be summoned when Nina, Eddie, or KT needs her, but deep in the ground. There is a whole another world of mysteries and secrets. Comment number two. I could swear in this episode, as Fabian jumped off the counter, it moved backward. <laughs> and then the last comment. I can't believe Sarah died, frowny face. I'm guessing the last one's fake because the first two, I have no idea what's going on. So I feel like you would have gone into that level of detail. I, I was like, the first one seems too detailed, but that also just makes it seem like what? too detailed to be fake. I'm going to go with the third one as well. That's correct. I do want to go back now and figure out what this person's talking about, though, with the counter moving. It sounds like the counter in the kitchen's on wheels. So, like, Fabian, like... Off the counter? I don't Probably. know when he jumped off of it, but it might, pro- or maybe it's- down in the cellar. It's maybe on the counter. Oh, I think the cell- the cellar counter, like the cellar tables are, but it would also make sense if like the kitchen counter was on wheels, so they could like adjust it slightly to fit more of like the Sabuna members. Oh, around and even for like camera angles, because they could just move it out of the way if it's not in the shot to get like certain angles. I don't know if that's what's happening, but it being movable makes to sense to me. But I don't remember yeah. Fabian ever jumping off the kitchen counter because I remember Fabian standing on the kitchen counter. Yeah, I'm confused about that. Maybe he was like leaning on it or something. I don't know. We need to watch this. <laughs> I watch it the fourth time for me in this year, 2020. So, <laughs> All right. So next one is House of Stars, House of Harsh. First comment, do Americans really retreat to their attics? <laughs> Second comment, after Mrs. Andrew's class, Mara blows off Mick. <laughs> yeah. Third comment. Sneaky Jerome. Um, I, I I'm going with the first one. I was going to go with the first one, but I feel like the second one you would say. So I'm going with the second one. No, Emily's right again. Mine was the first one. But I put the Mick and Mara one on purpose because I was like, they're going to think it was me because it's about Mick and Mara. <laughs> I just, well, the first one was like something we legitimately had a conversation about. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, yeah, this one. Okay, so then we have House of Lights, House of Allegiance. Is that the one that just happened? No, we've got a couple That's more. That's the one I recap. That's the one I just edited. Yes. And it should be fresh in your mind, Laura. House of Allegiance, but sadly that's not the one that mentions the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> Alright, so first comment. For Victor, world domination is 6 billion people in bed by 10pm. LOL. Second comment. Windows Movie Maker stopped working for me, so screen caps will be slow, frowny face. <laughs> Third comment. Jerome is being so mean. Frowny face. Okay. Both it's either the first or the third. It's both the second the one. In the third are things that we brought up. I'm gonna say the first is fake, but I'm self it might be the third. I think it's the first as well. It's actually the third. <gasps> she bamboozled. That's no, the first one I've lost. Right? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Today, yeah. Like, I yeah, I, I, when I saw that comment, I was like, we literally, I'm sure that was in our notes, like this exact comment, but it was on the wiki. That's something we do. Like, I feel like I quote stuff all the time and put LOL. <laughs> who, who was like talking about screen caps? I'm just thinking of Grace HOA screen caps. And I yeah, I guess there's like a few of the pay- like episodes had like a couple people that would be like, I'm going to post a summary soon or like I'm posting screen caps. And so I guess there was like people that were active. When we're done season one, go and edit the wiki with all these summaries that we've taken of every single episode in complete detail. It's not a bad idea. We can do that service for the fandom. <laughs> Alright, so next was House of Pests, House of Betrayal, but there weren't any, like, relevant comments. It was all, like, like I was saying about the people being like, I'm gonna edit this, or, like, let's add pictures and stuff like that, so I just skipped it. 
Um, so then we have today's episode, which is House of Revelation, House of Heavy. So first comment was, aw, Fabina's cute in this episode, smiley face. Second comment is, I want Amber and Alfie to go to prom together, exclamation point, exclamation point. And then the last one is, I love this show, but love is spelled L-U-V. I think the third one is fake. I think the second one is fake. Emily got it again. I really got it. Oh, I got all but one. (laughs) Emily's a champ. Um... (laughs) I just think this is, goes back into how we're all morphing into each other. Yeah. And then I did do the finale if you guys want. Or should yeah, we just not do that? I Let's watched the it. finale yesterday, so like... Let's do it. We I, don't, I haven't seen the finale in a hot second, but I mean, might as well. There's a lot of comments on this one, so... Had to narrow I it down. Imagine. But... First one. Does anyone else find it awkward how Mara and Mick never knew anything weird? Every other character at this point has some Sabuna interaction. Comment number two. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for House of Anubis season two to come because I wonder what's going to happen to Nina and Fabian. Did you know they're really a couple now? That's so cute. (laughs) That was all one sentence. (laughs) And then the last one. OMG, I love the part where Mick taught Fabian how to dance. I was dying from laughter, XD. I'm going with the third one. Third one, you added an XD for funsies. Plot twist. Those were all from the wiki. I didn't even have to fake one because there were just so many good ones. So I didn't even bother. <laughs> I was bamboozled. I bamboozled you. There was no winning that one. All right. So that is the end of House of Revelation, House of Heavy. So once again, please don't forget to submit your 10 year anniversary project videos slash audio clips. We're already like crying over the ones that people have sent in. So don't miss your opportunity. Last day is December 26th. I refuse to watch them until it comes out because I want to cry for like the entirety of the video. I don't want to. I want to be surprised. So be sure to follow us on social media. Our Twitter account is at Anubis Pod. You can go check out that sweet, sweet Jerome Nina longest ride meme. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> our Instagram is Anubis Backwards Pod. Our TikTok is at Anubis Backwards Pod. Our Gmail is AnubisBackwardsPod at gmail.com. I think that's it. So we will see you guys next week on the 10th anniversary. Next year, ah, guys. We'll see you guys next year. Oh, oh my God. God. So corny, Thank God it's over. Oh, I'm corny as well. All right. So Sabuna, guys. Yeah. Sabuna. So much I wanted to say. The way I see it, is there any